needing to retire, they have health issues, partnerships dis disputes, whatever the case may be, there's still a requirement to sell at, at some point. And, and you can't necessarily time that with low interest rates. And we've had historically low interest rates recently, so I think we're getting back into what's like normal, um, maybe a little bit more right now. But we, on the buyer side, we still have people who are wanting to run their own business, be in control of their destiny and, and uh, build their own, uh, have their own opportunities instead of working for a big company. Or maybe they've been laid off and so they need to, to find something to do on their own. So we are still extremely busy on that. And interest rates, you know, when I look at a, a business that is selling for a million dollars, or let's say it's a loan for a million dollars. back to the Apex Business Advisors Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Cavanaugh, joined as always by the president of Apex, Doug Hubler. Doug, mm. it is that time of year where we turn into fall and the allergies start. Yeah, so Maybe talk about cold. My Tis the season where you have to tell people, I have allergies, I do not have COVID. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> right. It's nothing catchy. It's yeah. an allergy. Yeah, I have an allergy, guys. Right. <laughs> Note, tis the season for closings. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we have had a few closings. We have. I want it to be known that I remember to bring closings up, even though I am not involved <laughs> in any of these. It's good that you did that. I have You're, a reputation of uh, only bringing up closings when so I'm involved. unselfish. <laughs> yeah. Talk to us about yeah. a couple of closings. We've got, a, we've got one that's uh, been long time yeah, coming. Yeah, we've had, okay, the one, and they're, they're actually in signing documents right now uh, with the bank. And this is one that's been on our books for a couple of years, and we've had several offers on this business. This is one that's finally made it all the way through. And, and really, I think the, the biggest holdup on this was the seller's emotional attachment to a figure that they thought they needed at closing and it really didn't have a lot to do with the actual value of the business and we've talked about this before but we this is this is a really good business and we wanted to stick with it and and offer after offer came in around the same amount and I think they just finally realized that the value is the value it's what people are willing to pay for this we couldn't let just one complicated closing happen this get them week. All done we at had the same to get time. we had to bring Tis the season yes. for the complicated closing. Right. So, and then Jay had one that involved 84 entities, Jay. I believe. <laughs> it's, I think it felt like it for Jay. Jacob Vosnick, uh, oh, so the first closing that Jeff Crooks is working on that. He's been working on that for a long time. This Podcast the, guest, the, guest <laughs> Jeff Crooks. Yeah. Friday closing, Jacob Vosnick had worked on that. And it, it didn't take long to get a buyer on it. It's a trucking and transportation logistics business. Actually had five different corporations on the sell side. So congratulations, yeah. Jeff and Jay. Also, tis the season that the only people allowed to close have to have a name that Jay. starts with Jay. <laughs> <laughs> well, today, you know, since those are probably the last two closings that we'll ever have, you know, since this in, the economy has turned so south that nobody's ever going to buy or sell another <laughs> business, we have had a few questions about some economy issues and how it impacts 
the buying and selling a business. Yeah, and that's right. what we wanted to talk about today. And I think we've got three things that we kind of hear people bring up. One is inflation. Mm-hmm. Two is interest mm-hmm. rates. And three mm-hmm. is employee retention, retention or right. uh, recruitment. Or cost. So I guess first question is, you want to start with interest rates? Sure. And, and we, we are getting this question a lot. How is it impacting our business? What's going to happen in the future with business sales? And, and we've gone through various ups and downs with, with interest rates, and, and it really hasn't impacted the business whole lot. We still have people who need to sell their business. We have people needing to retire. They have health issues partnerships, disputes, whatever the case may be, there's still a requirement to sell at at some point. And and you can't necessarily time that with low interest rates. And we've had historically low interest rates recently. So I think we're getting back into what's like normal, uh, maybe a little bit more right now. But on the buyer side, we still have people who are wanting to run their own business, be in control of their destiny and and uh, build their own uh, have their own opportunities instead of working for a big company or maybe they've been laid off and so they need to to find something to do on their own so we are still extremely busy on that and interest rates you know when I look at a a business that is selling for a million dollars or let's say it's a loan for a million dollars we go from a five percent interest rate to a six percent interest rate that payment on a million dollar loan isn't a huge amount. It's around, it's close to 500 bucks uh, is, a, is the difference in the payment. So it doesn't keep somebody buying that size business from walking, you know. So we're still getting a lot of deals done. Yeah, I've actually used it a little bit as a disqualifier of buyers. If somebody's complaining about the interest rate, mm-hmm. you know, going up three quarters of a point, yeah. which is... Nobody, of course, I want a lower loan payment, yeah. but a lo- most of the SBA loans that we, that our buyers get, tend to be variable rate anyway. Right. So right. they're going to fluctuate every, I think, every three years or something like that. There's going to be an adjustment. So that's number one. And number two, um, if a 1% interest rate increase or even a 1.5% interest rate increase is going to be the difference between you buying and not buying a business, I don't know that necessarily this is the right path for you because what happens if your revenue dips by 3%? Yeah, right, right. Or what happens if your revenue dips by 5%? Are you going to be able to correct course? Mm-hmm. So when you kind of look at that interest rate, can you correct yeah. a course off of, you know, a three-quarter of a percent increase? Yeah. So that's Yeah, I mean, there are always challenges. You're right. It is a good way to qualify folks. And, and so, and even if the interest rates, and I think in some cases, interest rates might change, let's say the quarterly or annually, you know, but they do go down. The other piece is employees. You know, a lot of, we hear a lot about employee challenges and retention and mm-hmm. recruitment, and there's mm-hmm. not enough good workers out there. And, right. Um, you know, what are you seeing? I, I'm seeing a lot of the sellers coming through the doors that that's part of the reason why, and a big part of the reason why they're selling. Right. From the buy side, I don't see it as big of an as big of an issue. I, I see buyers coming in as like, well, it's just, it's, it's what the, it is. Part it's business. part of the challenge right. that I've got to, 
that I have to overcome. What are you seeing? I think that's part of when when we see the folks who are retirement age, I think there's part of it is just the burnout, right? They've been doing mm-hmm. it for 30 years. And I think it's just gotten to a point where they just don't have the energy to put up with it anymore. And, and, and we do know that there are challenges right now with hiring good folks. But I was, I was thinking back, you know, 20 years, and I've kind of heard that story forever. The, the, there are always issues. There are people who don't like dealing with employees. They don't like the HR part of owning a business. And then we've got buyers who maybe come from the corporate world who maybe have a little bit more experience in that and understand it and are fine with it. So, yeah, this might be a challenging time, but it's not, from what I've seen, it's not a huge difference. And it's and it's not keeping buyers from, from pursuing you yeah, know, new deals. I see it being more of an issue on the seller side. Right. That, you know what, I, I, I'm just done. I'm yeah. just done dealing with employee issues. Right. And I'm, that's going to be the, the reason why I'm going to sell. And the buyers come in and they're like, hey, it's just part of part of what I've got to do. And I think right. there could be also a generational thing. Mm-hmm. You know, to your yeah. point, you know, I, I mentioned that I pull the chains at the high school football game. And, you know, you're on the you're on the sidelines there and you're hearing the football players, high school kids talk. And one of the things that we've talked about is like, you know, who never changes teenagers. Teenagers are the exact same. Right. When I was a teenager, when you were a teenager, <laughs> when your kids were a teenager, when your grandparents were a teenager, teenagers are still the same. The jargon changes. It, That's the jargon it. changes, but in at the core of it. And yeah. I think that, you know, you start to get generational differences. And if you, as a business owner, have not kept up with what the current generations mm-hmm. yeah. need yeah. and want and, you know, from an employee standpoint, expect... Yeah. that it may be a challenge. And to the, the employee issue that, that people are having now, it's that employees have a ton of choice. Right, right. Whereas maybe 30 years ago, people did not have that choice. Yeah, you know, you, that's an interesting point because I think as you, as you were talking, I was thinking, you know, a lot of our sellers, I know that we have one now who doesn't have an email address. No email, and that is boggles my mind. So when you look at that kind of attitude, no website. Why does a company not have a website? And so their attitudes about employees probably they're still thinking back in the yeah. '60s and '70s, maybe I don't know. But so I can so the buyers are seeing opportunities coming in in those situations. Say, well, I know I can do better than this. Well, and just last point on this is my 15-and-a-half-year-old daughter started her her first job this past summer, lifeguarding. Good for her. When she wants to trade shifts or something, you want an idea of how they do that? (laughs) Instagram? Snapchat. Snapchat? Snapchat. They have a group snap. Okay. All right. Basically, that's how they communicate. Remember my first job when I started at the grocery store sacking and pushing carts, if I wanted to trade... I basically had to put a note up on the break room <laughs> bulletin board. Hey, will anyone work for me on Saturday 8 to 5? Give me a call. I want to go to the football game or homecoming, you know, that type of right, stuff. And so, right. it, again, it, it's just the mechanism for, you know, trading shifts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It, it's always been there. Right. It's just how's it done. And if you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s, and you don't understand, you don't have an email, and you don't have a cell phone or 
you know, you, you don't understand that, then it becomes They're that gap a, is so wide yeah. that I have an employee issue and nobody wants to work. And hard. they don't know how to deal with even 30 or 40 year olds. And then the, the last one I wanted to bring up with you was uh, supply chain. Mm-hmm. So when you see supply chain, what are, you, what are your thoughts on supply chain and how it's impacting on the ability to sell a business? You know, it's, it, it, there, there has been discussion in the businesses about how it's impacted their business. They've seemed to have made, you know, looked for ways to make up for that. I don't think overall it's been a huge factor right now. It's not a reason why somebody isn't buying a business. Anything else on economic issues? I know we didn't really get into world events and kind of how those play. Generally, if I've got somebody that's not going to buy a frozen yogurt shop because there's a war in Ukraine, <laughs> I kind of write them off as they're probably not going to buy a business I ever. I totally agree with you on that. No, and I think, I think, you know, this unsettled economy does worry people. But like you said, if, if you're talking to a buyer who's overly focused on that, it's probably time for them to maybe talk to them next year. You know, maybe they won't go away, but maybe now's not the time. And we've, we've got so many good businesses right now in the market. So, and, and a lot of buyers, there's still a lot of money in the market looking for deals. Well, personally, I can't be bothered to buy a new business until after the midterm <laughs> elections, Doug. <laughs> let me see what happens go after away. the mid- <laughs> Let me see what happens after the midterm elections. Okay. Then we can talk about whether I'm gonna be in the market to buy. Hey, thanks for uh, thanks for battling through your uh, your non-COVID allergies. I was good the whole time. You were, yeah. you were. If, if I hadn't brought it up, people wouldn't even know that that you had your allergies. But you know, you gutted this one out. Thank and you. And I appreciate the. I'm uh, proud of myself. Appreciate the perseverance. If you're looking at buying or selling a business, go to kcapex.com. That's going to be the website where everything you need is going to be out there. We've got our current listings. We've got ways to get in touch with the brokers here in the office our blogs, and of course, these podcasts. So until next week, if you're looking at buying or selling a business, we've got you, fam.